A is sick, twisted freaks. It's Rolly. How you doing? Welcome to the show. So, welcome to December, such as it is, because, um, and I, I have to say that I've, I've, I haven't actually made a promise, but I've kind of made a commitment that I'm going to limit this over the course of the next three or four months, but occasionally I just have to get it out of my system. And I think you will understand if you've been a longtime listener of this show, then you will understand that every once in a while, I just have to say this somewhere in the middle of December, January, February, November, March, uh, until it's actually cold enough to water ski naked again. And that, and that, uh, that, that word, that thing that I have to say, that word seasons. Oh God, I hate the cold weather. Anyway, welcome to December. So, um, folks, here's, here's how it's going to go. It's going to be, um, it's going to be like this. Um, I am going to, uh, make a podcast, uh, once a week on the main feed until December the 18th, in which case, happy flipping holidays. I'm going to be off on the 25th because it's a Sunday and I'm going to be off on the first because it's a Sunday and the poddlement will resume on, uh, well, you got to look it up. Yes, I have to look it up on the 8th of January. So the weeks of the 18th and 25th, uh, there will be no podcast. There will be no main podcast. There will be, um, I, I'm, I say that there's not going to be a main podcast. I may put some stuff in the Patreon feed. I may do some other things. I, I may just take two weeks off period. Thanks for calling. Appreciate it. Via con Dios, uh, Bob's your uncle, uh, fuck you and your mother. Whatever. It, it's going to be any one of those things. But, um, yeah, actually, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm calling an audible. There will be no podcasts of any kind. The 18th, the week of the 18th and the week of the 25th. I, I right. So I'm sorry. Do you, do you have a calendar? Do you, do you know what you're doing? No. Why? Cause my brain's frozen. Why? Because the week of the 25th and the week of the first those weeks, there will be no podcasting, okay? So, Sunday, the 25th through um, January 7th, nothing, radio silence, okay? We will resume on the 8th of January, and then, of course, the Patreon stuff will resume on uh, the Tuesday and Thursday or whatever that whatever I end up doing there. I'm trying to do two, two podcasts for, uh, for Patreon a week. Uh, I've guaranteed one, as I've said many times, I'm guaranteed one podcast a week, uh, because I know that there is at least one time a week that I will be by myself in a car doing that. There is one time that I know I'm going to be in a car by myself, and that is when I will do the Patreon podcast, right? So there you go. All right. If I can squeeze two, you're talking about pooping. I, I, I may have to, I haven't hurt you in a long time, Al, but you know, I mean, you're, you're getting there. I put you block. You just said you were a squeeze too. It's. It, it, they may be your balls. Oh, you perfect. Hey! That was almost refreshing. Thank you. So. Yes. So that's, that's the housekeeping. There will be tis the season. There will be no podcast on uh, Sunday, the 25th of December and Sunday, the January, uh, Sunday, the January 1st. Sunday, the January. Can you keep your 
Can you can you keep your nomenclature? Can can I clench? Yes. There won't be any podcast. Seasons. So, um, <laughs> speaking of seasons, soccer season's over. <laughs> Did you not see that coming? Did I not tell you? Did I not tell you? World Cup proven again that the U.S. men's national team can't do Jack Diddley point shit. They've never done Jack Diddley point shit. They can't do Jack Diddley point shit. They will not do Jack Diddley point shit. That's they just don't. They just don't have it. It's not there. It is not in their. It is not in their nature to win. Did you see them win any of this? Actually, I can't say that. They did beat Iran. Woo, whoop, de fucking do there. Now, I say this. If we had won against the Netherlands, the, the next game, if the round of 16, if we had beat the Netherlands on Saturday, then we would have had to have faced the winner of either the Argentina or Australia game. And as we know now, it would have been Argentina, which I predicted it would have been Argentina. And Argentina is one of the best teams in the world with one of the best players in the world. Lionel Messi, right? The only thing Messi has never won is the World Cup. Do you think it's going to take more than the United States men's national team to end Messi's run? Trust. And frankly, at this point, I'm rooting him to get it because I think he is one of the, if not the best player in the world. Um, and all you had to do was actually watch that Australia-Argentina game to, to get that. Watch him. And again, I, I, I cannot say this often enough. If you're really wanting to see USA soccer win something, this is not the year to do it. Next year is the year to do it. You might not like some of the women that made women's soccer uh, the, the fucking reason soccer is even remotely popular in this country. You may not like Megan Rapino. It's not for the fact that she plays soccer. It's because you can't handle her mouth. You might not like Megan Rapino. You might not like Alex Morgan or Abby Wambach or Hope Solo or Mia Hamm or Brandy Chastain. I guarantee you those names come up a lot before you can think of any of the men. Okay? So when some of you bitch and moan that the women sued to get some of the same pay uh, or get the same pay as the men's team, understand, I think the women should be paid more. I have always thought the women should be paid more because the women are producing Four World Cups, four Olympic gold medals, nine CONCACAF trophies. And as I mentioned a moment ago, the men can't do Jack Diddley point. Wait for it. Wait for it. Shit. You're listening to Rolly.
And now it's time for that rundown of stuff that happened this week that I like to call, (laughs) so that happened. So chief Twitter troll Elon Musk uh, decided that he was going to give access to internal files about the 2020 Hunter Biden Twitter scandal to Matt Taibbi, former journalist, present day hack. Uh, And when I say journalist, uh, pronounce it urinalist, urinalist, like I've done about 12 or 13 times now trying to get this done. But now that I I think it's a Freudian because it actually fits urinalist. So he posted a multi-part screed about it. I'm still trying to figure out what the hell everybody thinks is illegal. Then I stopped to remember that doesn't actually matter because there's nothing about the batshit wing of the grand old performance they won't latch on to as long as it has nothing to do with anything useful. Because, you know, we're, we're endowed with certain unalienable rights, among them life, liberty, and James Woods' unfettered ability to post dick pics of Hunter Biden all over the place. I got, I got a spoiler alert for you. That, that's, that's called posting revenge porn, and it's supposed to be against... You, you said porn. Porn? Like chicken porn? No. Chicken... I don't want to see any chicken porn. No, I mean, I'm look, I could use some chicken parm right now, but parm, the, uh, I, I just, it's the, it's the porn. Who put the parm in the, who put the bop in the bop ship? Did, did you guys really want to throw me under the bus? I, well, it was either under the bus or off the rails. It was one of those two. It was a dream. I made it happen. Please continue. Hey. I've already hit you once today. Right. Do you want, I'm just saying, it was refreshing. It hadn't happened so, thank you. So I'm just saying, let's see if anything actually gets done about posting revenge porn. And as far as James Woods goes, I have two words for his pervy ass, Amber Tamblin. And that link is absolutely in the show notes. Yeah. Moral of the story, people flood the zone with bullshit when they've got nothing else to offer. Take notes. Looking at you, Elon. Item number two, you should know that you're really fucking crazy when even Alex Jones has to back the fuck away from you. Um, so, yay, and his new buddy Nick were on uh, Alex Jones's InfoWars for a deeply unhinged and absolutely hateful live stream conversation on Thursday, which saw Alex Jones even push back against West's open embrace of that guy who led that thing. You know, the thing you can't not see. Right? At one point, Jones attempted to defend West against allegations that he's a Neo thing, and it prompted a quick reply from West. I see good things about that guy who led that movement. And during the headline-grabbing live stream, which took place just nine days after uh, Donnie Boy... Sweet potato Hitler. Oh. Sorry. I was trying not to say. Did I just gobble myself? Well, yeah, I may have gobbled myself, but there were like lower carbs. Sweet potato. So he met with the openly anti-Semitic rapper. Can we just say yay? Yay. I'm having trouble keeping up. I'm going to need to see your damn hands at the concert. And, and self-proclaimed white supremacist Nick Fuentes, which is, I, that, that is the most hilarious part to me. 
you your name is your last name is Fuentes and you're a white supremacist. What? While Jones kept the live stream going for hours and announced uh, that this was a world exclusive interview on InfoWars, he had to push back on West at sometimes going, well, you know, look, 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 look. Hold on. I need to do a couple more rails. Look. Hang on. I'm, I'm glad you guys are here. I, and we could, we, we could, we could, we could. We sit out here and, and I'm, all I'm telling you, all I'm telling you is you guys realize the British government created uh, Hitler and the, and the Milner group put her in power. You know, we have it. We have the documentation. We have the proof here. And there's something much more sophisticated. And I personally think most of you are, are, are great, great people, great people, great people. I, I, I understand there's Jewish mafia and everything there to demonize everybody, anybody, anybody that promotes freedom. OK, and I, I don't I just I don't blame. 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 I don't blame Jews in general for that. Um, <clears throat> Jones, who, of course, has dabbled in, in anti-Semitism for uh, tw- 20 fucking years, at least. <laughs> um, you know, the Jewish mafia, pr- platforming of white supremacist guests, regular, regular, on the, on, the, on the regular tip with that, guys. I'm just reminded of what Pete Davidson said once on uh, Weekend Update. And to paraphrase, uh, take the meds, Kanye. Uh, this is a real me. I'm not on the med. Take them. Being mentally ill is not an excuse to be a jackass. Item number three. Finally, um, y'all remember back in April when Governor Sourpuss down in Florida decided he didn't like Disney disagreeing with the Don't Say Gay bill? You remember that? Former Disney CEO, uh, what was his name? Chapek, uh, sent a letter to Disney employees of saying, I, I don't, I, I, we're not down with this. More importantly, he, he um, that was just part of the story. More importantly, he hit the pause button on Disney making any political contributions and he stopped moving a whole shit done of employees out of California to Orlando. Oh, you didn't hear about the money part. Oh, yeah, of course you didn't, because be honest, I got to be honest with you. It's a real coin flip on whether Sourpuss was on the culture war tip or the money tip, but either way, it was a bullshit tip, okay? So Governor Sourpuss decided to repeal what's called the Reedy Creek Improvement District, which was a, a special taxing district on the Disney property. But now that Bob Iger has returned as CEO, uh, Governor Sourpuss is throwing in the towel but it looks like the only way that's going to happen is if there's a compromise that can be met that make is, makes it look like Governor Sourpuss got a win. If, if the repeal isn't made done in time for the 2023 legislative session in Florida, which looking at my, uh, looking at my Gucci, it's about that time. Uh, the RCID's $1 billion bond debt gets assumed by the residents of Orange and Osceola counties, which is where Disneyland is, and uh, Disney World. I always, I always fuck that up. Disney World. Disney World. Um, that, that means that um, there are some of you in Florida that are going to get higher taxes and, and put the bill for uh, the stuff that Disney did all by their own selves that helped the residents of Osceola and Orange Counties, like your roads or your fire department. I'm just saying. See, in addition to collecting and remitting the sales taxes to the state, including the percentage that goes to each county, 
and the tourist development taxes from hotel guests and things like that. Disney pays property taxes to Orange and Osceola County at the same rate as all other county taxpayers. And that's about, according to the article that I saw, about $300 million from 2015 to 2020. And the Florida Constitution doesn't allow taxpayers within a county to be treated differently unless those taxpayers consent to the creation of a special taxing district to levy additional taxes on top of the regular ones. And that's what Re uh, Reedy Creek has done for 50 years. Disney pays additional taxes to RCID at the highest rate in the state to cover expenditures for government functions like building permitting, fire and emergency medical services, a power plant, water and waste treatment, trash and recycling, construction, and maintenance of roadways and waterways. And the annual budget for fiscal year 22 is more than $160 million. And RCID uses those funds to maintain a higher standard for these functions than any local, state, or federal government entity would be able to accomplish. And I would say probably you might know that if you go to Disney World and then you drive off the Disney World property, I would bet that there's an immediate difference or out of, out of Orange Rossiola counties, you probably see a big difference in the fact that, you know, the roads probably don't, you know, they, they start having potholes. Just saying. Or if you're like here in Virginia Beach where they, they don't actually repave the roads, but they, they put these black little tar band-aids on the roads where the cracks are. Right? Because, you know, that works. That's cheaper than actually paving the road. I just want to remind you that we live in a coastal town. And sometimes that shit doesn't work as well as you think it does for as long as you think it does. Because all of a sudden you wake up one day after a nor'easter and the road's not there anymore. Well, shit. So there's a state senator in Florida by the name of Linda Stewart, and she is a Democrat that's represented parts of Orlando. And she used to serve as the Orange County Commissioner for years. And she says, I don't think Governor Sourpuss understands how badly this is going to go for Florida and the counties and the cities, because the repeal of RCID is a tax increase for the residents. Now, according to her, the planned compromise includes removing the ability for the RCID to build a nuclear power plant or an airport, which were two powers granted under the original 1967 deal that Disney has never pursued. Seems highly unlikely they're ever going to do that in the foreseeable future. And other discussions sound like an effort for Sourpuss to pretend he won this clusterfuck he created by allowing the government to appoint, uh, or the governor rather, to appoint two of the five members of the board. So basically, this was the intent. So we can't let the governor look like he lost because, well, that would look bad for a guy who's trying to be president. Now, his spokespeople, Governor Sourpuss's uh, spokespeople said, well, you know, we've 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 had a plan to solve this mess uh, a long time ago. We it, from 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 day one, the, the day we actually repealed the deal deal, we had a plan to fix the deal that we. We were going to we were going to. It was, it's, it's like, it's like, it, it's like saving you money, buying shit. Why do we, why do we, we, we were going to have to have that. It was going to have to be there. It was going to be right there. I, I bought it on sale. I saved you money. What? 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 
so the plan is to take away two of the powers Disney wasn't even using and let maybe Governor Sourpuss appoint a non-majority power to the board so he can save a little face and say, this is what we wanted to do all along. See, I won. Culture, culture, culture. Nothing has actually changed regarding the Don't Say Gay Bill. <clears throat> it's still the law. Disney's got no role in the ongoing litigation attempting to overturn it. Chappick's memo was simply a, a, a message to calm the outrage of his own employees. And despite Sourpuss's protest to the contrary, it wasn't an actual legal challenge to the law. The CEO of a company was looking out for the people who work for the company, some of which... I mean, you know, let's just be honest. They work in theater. It, what? What? I, I'm just saying. I Was that a thing? I just, you know. So it was always a stunt. And, and it got Governor Sourpuss some, some uh, airtime on, on Newsmax and Fox News and OAN and all that stuff. And now, apparently, um, they're <laughs> once they've realized what it was, apparently, everybody in Tallahassee is going, I'm, um, maybe we shouldn't have done that. Maybe you shouldn't have done it in the first place. Maybe you just shouldn't have done it in the first place. But, you know, any win in a culture war, right? Right? You're listening to Roly. Jesus. Everybody knows, I think at this point, that my drug of choice for years has been Twitter. And lately, to a lesser degree, I, I will tell you that I've been hanging out on TikTok a lot. And I will tell you that I love, love, love TikTok. There's a kind of creativity on TikTok that uh, I've never seen on Twitter. or I, I never saw it on YouTube, actually. And I think there's a reason for that. I think the limited time of videos that the time allotted to you, I think lends to a concentrated amount of awesome. You got to get it all in there in a certain amount of time. And there's some people that really knock it out on the, uh, knock it out of the park there. And I would like to tell you, if you're not on TikTok, sign up seriously. And I'll, I'll give you my link at the end of the shoe as it were. And one of the earliest acquaintances that I made on TikTok is someone I've mentioned a few times here on the uh, train wreck. And that's Bill, otherwise known as the Darf. And Darf is a uniquely talented musician, in my opinion. And I've also found that I, I think he's also a very thoughtful person. Recently, he posted something on TikTok that led me to believe he's having a hard time with toxic family. And, and the fact that it's around the holidays, you know, it, it, it pricked my ears and, and got my attention. And, and basically, just that you have a hard time with toxic family and how you deal with it. And I, I know a little something about that, as many of you already know, but because it is the holidays when people might be feeling this a bit more acutely than usual, uh, usual uh, let's run it back. And, um, and then I'm going to do my best to leave it alone for a while because the past really should belong in the past. I, I may have some other things to say, but we'll, we'll see. 
in a way, I think the fact that my parents passed away very close to each other was at once the best and worst thing that could have happened. Now, nobody should have to deal with that because it's a total mindfuck. I, I wouldn't wish that on anybody. At the same time, because I was forced to deal with it, it made me have to deal with the reality of being a part of the family that raised me and freeing myself of that family that raised me. And that is something I wish for everybody because I know how hard it is to do and how ultimately liberating that can be if you succeed. Now, I used to joke that um, I was the voice of reason in my family and that that fact should scare you. It's not really a joke and it in the past has scared me. Uh, my dad had major anger issues and he had a mean and nasty violent streak. My mother was a narcissist and a master manipulator. My brother's a sociopath and a criminal and currently in prison again. And I now have the self-awareness to know that I carry all of the above inside me. For that reason, I made the decision some years ago to limit my interaction with my parents and to cut off uh, my brother entirely. Now, of course, as they neared the end of their lives, it was my responsibility to care for my parents because nobody else was going to do it. My brother was in prison, uh, and I was the, I, I, it was me by default. And the months that led to the end of their lives reinforced my belief that I made the right choice. I don't have to worry so much. I don't have to worry about my parents anymore um, and what they think or how they treat people in my life or how they treat me because that is no longer a thing. I've cut my brother out of my life entirely and I have no intention of ever letting him back in ever, ever, ever. Now, do I wish that things were different? Of course. Of course. But it is what it is. And the simple fact is that I was as unlikely to change them as they were to change me. And that is an important lesson to learn. Because once you recognize that, you can say to yourself, okay, well, then I need to get away from that. Because it's dragging me down and making me a person I don't want to be. And you can say to yourself, okay, so who do I want to be? And if I want to be this person, what do I need to change about myself to become this person away from them? And when you hold that mirror up to yourself, it's a big moment and it's a big choice and it's hard and it will almost certainly break you and it should. And you should let it break you because then you can set about the work of putting yourself back together as the higher version of yourself, the person you want to be. And to my mind, it is a proper way of honoring the living or dead people that you're grieving the loss of and the lessons that they taught you, good or bad. And it's also a way of protecting the person that you're trying to become. 
And I might have more to say about that last part in the future because that last part doesn't just pertain to family. It's about your toxic past, which is a bit more vague and a bit more general. I'm going to think about that for a minute or two before I continue that train of thought. Grieve for your past. And build your present from the ground up. Because your final form awaits you. And that's going to do it for this episode of Roly and uh, for more of my flavor of crazy i'd like you to head on over to chrisroley.com and if you're so inclined uh you can support all that crazy on patreon the link is at the website um there's one tier just one it's five dollars a month everything is free until after the first of the year maybe a little bit beyond that because i want people to get a good taste of what they're getting for five dollars a month once i shut the uh the the free uh once i put the paywall up so there is that uh and um uh, one or two of you have already taken me up on that offer, and I want to say uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, for more information, go to chrisroley.com and click on the link in the sidebar that says Patreon, and there you go. And there's more stuff over on the side. You can take a look and, and see if there's anything uh, worth looking at there. Uh, chrisroley.com is the ancestral home where things flow and flow heavily. Until next time, question everything, full stop. Period. Stay solid, people. Bye-bye now.